Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! In your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. Come on! Who he was dealing with. 
We worked unceasingly. We filled out profit and loan, excuse me, profit and loss statements, budget reports, and countless other paperwork. Finally, after we had completed every bit of paperwork we were required to submit, we met with the financial counselors, and then we awaited their letter. The letter came to us a few weeks later than expected, and my partner, Teresa, read it to me over the phone. I was at work. It says here that we now have to raise $20,000 of our own money before they will, they will go any further on our loan. What? If we had that kind of money, we wouldn't be asking for a loan. Where are we going to get $20,000, I said. Both Teresa and I racked our brains. Who do we know that would give us $20,000? I didn't know anyone with that kind of money, and neither did she. And we were holding exercise classes at a local karate studio. We shared our dilemma with one of our instructors. One of our clients overheard us. Why don't you just ask for it? She says, speaking to, to Teresa and me. Just ask 20 people for $1,000. You can treat it as a loan. You repay them at a greater interest than any financial institution. Maybe you can include a lifetime membership. This was our answer. Now we had to find the 20 people. We only had a few months to raise the money to inform the SBA that we had secured the necessary funds. We were encouraged that we would get the money. At this time, we prayed consistently that money would be there at the time needed. We both felt that since this endeavor um, was the undertaking and what we felt was from the Lord, he would show us what to do. We didn't know how the money would come, but we knew it would. I guess you could say we had faith. One day I saw Cheryl, a woman trained at the spa, and I knew she lived in an affluent area of town, and I figured she might have the money for our business venture. Great, she said. I'll, I'll ask my husband. Can you come by the house and speak with him? I don't think it would be any problem, but you have to give him a business plan, she said. I'll talk to him tonight and give you the, and ask him to give you the money. The next day, Teresa and I took our business plan and went over to their house. Cheryl met us at the door and escorted us into the family room. Peter, her husband, greeted us warmly and asked us to sit down. He took our package and looked over it briefly. He looked up from the documents and said that he would be, get back to us soon. He thanked both him and Cheryl and left feeling that we had secured another $1,000. Weeks later, as time was running out, things took a downward turn. People were reneging on their verbal assurance to us that we could depend on them for the capital. We heard all kinds of excuses. I wish I could help, but this and that is going on. Others would tell us, I'm sorry, I thought I would have money to help you, but you're going to have to get it somewhere else. It was two weeks into our upcoming telephone meeting with the SBA. We were to tell them at that time whether or not we had secured the required funds. With only a few days left, we were $15,000 short of the required 20000 Exhausted and frustrated with this whole ordeal, we continued to work feverishly to the very end trying to secure the money. As it came down to the deadline, we had to call the SBA the next day, Friday, and report to them that we had the $20,000 or face the prospect of not getting a direct loan through them. 
Teresa and I had done all that we could do. Teresa called me that night. It's over, she said. I was feeling well, too, but I sensed that somehow it wasn't the end. I don't know, Teresa. I don't think it's over. I can't explain it, but I believe something will happen. She began to tell me how it was okay to be positive, but then we had to be realistic. Tomorrow we have to call SBA and tell them that we hadn't been able to secure the money. Ring, ring. The call waiting on my phone came through loud and clear. There's someone on the line, Teresa. Hold on. Switching over, I heard Cheryl's husband's voice. Hello? Oh, Peter. I knew he was calling to tell me that he would give us $1,000, and now I had to tell him thanks, but no thanks. We hadn't raised the necessary monies. He continued, um, I know you and your partner wanted $1,000 from me, and I was all set to give it to you both, but I thought about your concept, and, well, I work for a major venture capital firm, and I took your business plan to the office and presented it to my business partners. I wanted them to just take a look-see. Now, normally we don't get involved in businesses such as yours, but we have decided that we would like to obtain future rights to open such studios if it becomes necessary. What do you think if we offered you $15,000? My hands shook, stifling my initial reaction to scream in utter amazement, awe, and excitement. I responded, yes, Peter, that will be fine. And then... Talked about picking up the check tomorrow and signing the papers. After I ended our conversation, I switched back to Teresa. Teresa, Teresa, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We got the money. What? I don't believe it. We had laughed our incredible good fortune and realized that God had intervened on our behalf. And through answered prayer, he overwhelmed us. We cried together softly. What kind of place will this be? We asked each other. We knew that this place would be used by him. We prayed immediately and thanked him for his wonderful provision. Research. I went in response to a revelation, Galatians 2.2. 2. After all we went through, surely they would now give us a loan. We waited for our letter and checked from SBA. A month later, we heard from them. Teresa called me and read the letter. They denied our loan, she said. What? What reason did they give you? I asked, not believing. Not substantial collateral. What? What does that mean, not substantial collateral? What about the 20000 we raised? What about the ton of paperwork we submitted? What about the counselor that they required us to see? We jumped over every hoop. They threw at us, and now they're denying us the loan. We knew what we had to do. We had to pray and seek God's will in this manner. Because of the teaching I was now receiving, I knew that this must be what the pastor talked about, an attack from the enemy. I thought about how God had intervened on our behalf before, so I knew that he wanted us to have this business. I got mad at the circumstances we were now in again. We were determined to fight to get what we knew was right and rightfully ours because we knew that the Lord wanted us to have it. We both prayed for God's wisdom. The next morning, I woke up startled. I thought I had heard my youngest son, Robert, screaming. I jumped up out of my bed and ran to his room. That's strange, I said to myself. Both of my boys are sound asleep. Where does that noise come from, and how 
it didn't wake them. The thought came through my mind, maybe I'm to get up now. Maybe God woke me up for some reason. I went over to the end of the bed where the television was and turned it on. Kenneth Copeland, a television minister, was on, and exactly at that moment it appeared as if his fingers were reaching through the screen and pointing directly at me. God is talking to you. You're to fight. You're fighting a Goliath. Like David, all you need are five little stones. He continued on, but I didn't hear what else he had to say. I knew that God was answering our prayer. We were to fight SBA. I knew that's what God wanted us to do, but whoa, God, this is SBA. My mind wrestled with the idea, but I knew it wasn't from me, and I knew it wasn't from the enemy, so it had to be from God. It was already 6 a.m., and I had to get dressed for work, but I first had to call Teresa and tell her what God had said. After I told her, she asked me, what are you going to do? I I told her, I don't know, but I do know that we're in a fight. If God hadn't woken me up when he did, I would have missed the commuter bus to go to work. All I know is that I've got to get to work. I'll call you when I get there. I forgot to set my alarm clock the night before. God had awakened me so that I could hear the message. I had a feeling that whatever was going to happen was going to happen on my job. We needed direction on how to fight our Goliath. I immediately got dressed for work, woke the kids up, and hurried to work knowing that the answer to our dilemma was somewhere at work. I thank God for the help and continued praying all that morning when I had a chance. All day long I waited. Maybe somebody would say something. Where were these stones the preacher talked about? As the day wore on, nothing happened. I kept wondering why I felt I had to be at work. What or who is here was our answer? All I knew that I had to be at work because if I had missed the computer bus that I normally take, I would have missed work. So there's something here. Someone here, somewhere here at the Pentagon is my answer. Um, after I had worked at the spa, I took an assignment at the Pentagon. And then I said to myself, what do you normally do when your back is against the wall? Research. Yes, find out information about adversaries and then go after them with that information. That is what I need to do. Yes, the answer was research, but here in the Pentagon? Yes, here in the Pentagon was the answer that I knew had to be correct. The Pentagon is a government agency. And... The SBA is a government agency. Ah, I went down to the library, and I told the librarian I need to see the federal regulations of the Small Business Administration. She pointed towards the stacks and stacks of bonded regulation books. I looked and looked and pulled down the book that contained the types of SBA loans given to individuals. I then took it over to an area to study. It was then I came to a place where information concerning this type of loan we were applying for was defined. What I found I could hardly believe with my eyes. According to the codes of the SBA, for the type of loan we were applying for, there is a stipulation that says no certain amounts of monies are applicable for this loan. Oh, my God. They lied to us. We had secured 20000 as directed, and according to the regulation, that was more than enough to secure the loan. 
In fact, it says that there really isn't any amount that is required to secure this type of loan. I immediately called Teresa and our attorney. Teresa was ecstatic. She told me that after my call to her earlier that she had called our congressional representative and told him of our plight. Our lawyers took, told me to fax this important information to him immediately. Three days later, after receiving the potentially devastating news, we received another letter from the SBA, this time saying that our loan had been approved. All right, everyone, you have a blessed day, and I will talk to you tomorrow and continue reading from the book, Be Made Whole. Bye-bye. Let's go now.